Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take 5, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen and I am back. I struggled to hear the spirit for today's podcast. I felt most of us had received lots of helpful information to foster faithful conversations in our families about COVID-19 and injustice and how black lives do matter, about whiteness and other really hard conversations that need to be had. And y'all, sure, I don't think that these conversations are over. And in fact, I think that many of them are just beginning. Healthy, honest, compassionate conversation is most desperately needed to hear one another, I think, especially in this time. So my grandpa, who we called Coach, always said that we have two ears and one mouth. And that means that we should do twice the listening and half the talking. Now, those of you that have been with me for a while, I'm sure have heard that because it's so true. Which brings me to today. Author Brene Brown said that when we deny the story, it defines us. When we own the story, we can write a brave new ending. In one of her blog posts, she talks about accepting our family histories for all that they are and, well, let's be honest, all that they're not, and accepting our mistakes, which there are many. And it's through examining and attending to our relationships that we own our story. Her blog post continues to talk about how doing this can not only change our personal life, but also our communal lives. We are a collection of stories. So I'll post the link to her post in the Parents Take Five Facebook group so that you can check it out for yourselves. But as I read this post, I thought about our story of faith as I interpreted and heard her words. I thought about moments that we deny the story, God's story, and our place within that story. Maybe we deny out of fear, diminished self-worth, unbelief, or anger. On the other hand, though, owning the story is when we accept and we claim God's love for us and for all of God's people. And that's when we can gather together, whether it be in body or in spirit, and we work to create brave new endings, yet we still might be afraid 
in our lives, we go through cycles of this ups and downs repeating. But it made me think about how we don't talk much about the thief that was on the cross by Jesus that presumably led his entire life in opposition to God and then on the cross defended Jesus when the other criminal that was with him mocked him. The thief and Jesus exchanged some most beautiful words and a relationship is formed within three verses in Luke. I wonder if the thief felt that he had denied the story and so it had defined him. I wonder if the thief felt that after meeting Jesus and defending Jesus, that he began to own his place in a larger story and thus had a brave new ending. What would it look like in our lives if we truly claimed our place in God's larger story, the one where, you know, we all belong? What would it look like at home to teach our children to defend those facing injustice and mockery? And after teaching it, how do we move it into action? I know it's hard. I'm struggling myself. Our whole family is working through this. So y'all, I'm not suggesting that we necessarily do more because for goodness gracious, I think most of us are at capacity. In fact, I'm actually suggesting that we all do less. I'm suggesting that we each slow down enough to take notice how we ourselves deny the story for ourselves and for others to listen to what one another and even to defend each other. After all, that is what Christ calls us to do. So blessings to you as you begin or continue these conversations at home as a family. They are hard, but they are worth it because God says that you are worth it and that I am worth it. We, all of God's people, are worth it. Thanks be to God. Blessings, friends. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.